the Ambitious Radio Network. Conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders. Are you an entrepreneur, startup junkie, or just someone interested in improving their leadership skills? If you're looking to be motivated, inspired, and uncover what it takes to get to the next level, listening to Ambitious Radio will be well worth the investment of your time. We have weekly engaging conversations with today's most influential thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they discuss their successes, failures, tipping points, and other priceless information that you can apply immediately after listening. And welcome to the show. Good to have you right here. It is Ambitious Radio, hosted by our friend Doug Parker, talking about entrepreneurship and leadership while interviewing interesting people and what makes them ambitious. Now, you know, the show wouldn't be possible without our sponsors, Grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. You know, most of the time, small business owners need to personally guarantee any loans that their companies take out. That can be kind of tough to do if you have credit issues. So if you have less than perfect credit, go to RepairMyCreditNow.com for a free credit report evaluation. RepairMyCreditNow.com. Doug, what do we have going on today? I'll tell you what. When I was doing my research on this one, I was absolutely blown away. Today, we've got Jay Salmon. He's a serial entrepreneur and entrepreneur who has raised hundreds of millions of dollars for startups, taken companies public, transformed entire industries, and is widely recognized as one of the world's leading experts on disruption and innovation. His international bestseller, Disrupt You, has been translated into six languages, and I've also heard him described as a serial disruptor. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. Well, I'll tell you what. You have worked with just about every Fortune 500 company imaginable. I'm looking through kind of your your uh, your bio or CV and Coca-Cola, McDonald's, General Motors, Apple, Microsoft. I'm seeing pictures of you with, with, uh, with Bill Gates and others. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And tell us a little bit about yourself that's not, you know, part of your professional life. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? And how did you get where you are today? So I grew up uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, my father was a school teacher, very normal uh, life. And I started to notice that the world was changing. And as you start seeing the patterns of what makes things change and that those patterns are happening more frequently, I ended up being one of these guys that just looks at industries and transforms them. You know, I've heard this uh, serial entrepreneur term thrown around a lot, and I've I've started several businesses and, and done different things. But when I when I look at some of the things that you've done, and and I kind of uh, you know maybe not necessarily compare because there's really not a comparison from what I've done. But you know, you talk about the disruption piece, and I think that was was really what got my attention because a lot of people will start businesses and do things that other others are doing just a little bit better. But then there's this whole disruption piece, and can yeah. you can you share Share just a little bit about that because I know you're world class at it and um, just how you, you know, you saw the changes coming, but really how did you, it's one thing to see it, it's another thing to actually do something about it. So everybody wants to change the world and most people don't realize it begins with changing themselves. And the second you realize you don't have limitations, it makes it much easier to do the same in business. So every day there's new inventions, new things, the internet of things, Bitcoin, 3D printing, it goes on and on and on. And you look around and say, where did those experts come from? Those people that are social media experts, that are podcasting experts, whatever it might be. They just woke up one day and said, I'm an expert. They read everything they could, they did everything they could, um, they faked it till they made it, and then they fought hard to defend that turf. So, you know, at the early days of the computer revolution, nobody knew what to do with computers. And I was sitting there saying, 
boy, these big companies are spending millions making these boxes and have no clue of what a person's going to do with it. Uh, the digital music revolution, doing the first auction that became eBay, uh, working with Reed on LinkedIn, working with uh, uh, Bill Gates to get video on a computer. These were all obvious ideas. And, and the thing for the listeners to understand is I'm not an engineer. Bill Gates never wrote, you know, was an engineer, but Steve Jobs never wrote a line of code. So it's not about needing special training. It's about looking at the world differently. And the secret, the secret for everybody listening is quite simple. Do you have problems in your life? Well, problems or obstacles are just opportunities in disguise. If you can find a problem that a bunch of people have, you'll make a bunch of money. Two kids were sitting in traffic in Tel Aviv complaining about how bad the traffic was, and they realized the phone company knows that their phone is in their car and somebody else is on another. What if the phone company told you to make a left and told the other guy to make a right? There'd be no traffic. That was the basis for Waze. So the only two things you really need to be successful in life are insight and persistence. Everything else can be hired. Insight and persistence. Everything else can be hired. That is a golden nugget. And it's really one thing, you know, to come up with an idea. It's a whole nother thing to actually go execute it. You know, I've, I've heard many people, you know, talk over the years about, hey, you know, they should do this or they should do that. And, and they throw out this, they should do it. Now, it sounds like, you know, uh, what, what the common denominator is between the disruptions that you have caused and some of these others, you mentioned Bitcoin, and I think in some of the other videos, we talked about Facebook and Alibaba and some of these guys, how they've done things in a very, very non-traditional way, but they actually just get out there and take action and, and make those things happen. Now, you threw out a couple names. You mentioned uh, working with Reed at LinkedIn and, and also, I think you said, uh, uh, Bill Gates at Microsoft. Can you just talk a little bit about maybe the experience and how you get connected with those folks and and then what, um, how does that transpire? I mean, how do you bounce ideas and, and, and go, you know, it's one thing to say Microsoft should do this, but hey, Doug Parker can't necessarily pick up the phone and call uh, Bill Gates. But how, how did that work for you? So I'll give you the true story on that one. So I was a small little startup company, about uh, 10 employees, and we came through with a breakthrough, great idea, great product, and like everybody thinks. And I'm trying to figure out who would this benefit? And I realized it would be really good for the Windows platform as opposed to Apple, pick a side. And so literally, you know, reached out to somebody I had never met, never knew, you know, made a case uh, at Microsoft of why this would be good. But rather than ask Bill Gates specifically, we asked Bill Gates, would he introduce us to David Geffen? David Geffen is a billionaire, uh, uh, owned a, a large record label, had uh, John Lennon and, and the Eagles and everybody signed to his label. So I, I literally asked one billionaire that I never met, would he introduce me to another billionaire that I've never met, knowing that I could make a product that would make both of them money. And the rest is history became one of the best-selling video games and was the first video game to put rock and roll music into uh, video games. So, so the point of the matter is, let's pretend you're back in high school or college and there's that beautiful girl on campus. You can say, wow, she's too pretty, I won't ask her out, and you're guaranteed not to get a date. Or you can say, I can ask her out, and she says, no, I've lost nothing, I'm back where I started. That's the mentality. Too many people have a fear of failure, okay? and and. Failing is part of the process. So when you when I look back at all these amazing things, working with the Vatican or the White House or whoever, it all started because what do I have to lose if I try? 
absolutely nothing. And in fact, if you try and fail, you'll learn what doesn't work, which makes you smarter the next time. You know, that's a common denominator also, that failure. You know, nobody wants to fail. However, there are so many lessons learned in failure. And when you look at, you know, the analogy of the of the beautiful young lady, uh, you're not really failing if she says no because, like you said, you didn't lose anything. You didn't have that to begin with anyway. And, and I love that, you know, you ask, uh, you said you ask one billionaire to introduce you to another billionaire and just not being scared to do that. It's uh, it's reaching out there, continuing to swing for the fences, and you know, uh, in, in, a, in a baseball analogy, I mean, if somebody you know uh, strikes out seven out of ten times uh, in their career, they wind up uh, you know making the the Hall of Fame, you know, batting three hundred. So the reality is, you can fail a lot more than you succeed and still make it in life and do very very well. And if you look at the people that, that have become household names, Walt Disney, Bill Gates, uh, Heinz from Heinz Ketchup, uh, Henry Ford. All these people had companies that went and failed before they had their success. Success is a process. It's not this overnight, you know, you're, you're not going to sit there and invent the flux capacitor and suddenly be like Doc Brown. It's a, it's a series of going and exploring something. And, and virtually every big company that you know of didn't follow their business plan. Their business plan had them explore something and it failed. I'll give you a great idea. Um, a few years ago, there was uh, uh, everybody was checking in with Foursquare, and you could basically game the system and just say you were, you know, at the White House and and click and be the mayor, and it was stupid. And so another company called Bourbon said, "We'll ask people to take a picture when they check in to prove that they're there." Well, Bourbon was failing; nobody cared about checking in, but they liked seeing each other's people's pictures. So about six months into the business, they changed their name to Instagram and sold for billions. That is unbelievable. Just how the the branding and a little bit of tweaking can make such uh, such an impact. Now, but here's the secret, just to, not to cut you off. Yeah. But the secret is look at the data. Look at what people are doing. This isn't just for tech businesses. I can give you examples for for restaurants, for packaging, for clothing. Every sector. I mean, that's what makes us so exciting. We're living in an era of endless innovation where you're connected by your phone to six billion people. So you only have to be right for a nanosecond to become a billionaire or change the world. Mm, that is impressive uh, information. And, and look at the data. You know, it's great advice from Jay Samet. And right after a break, we're going to hear from our sponsors and then we'll hear more from Jay about his career pursuits and his experience of becoming an ambitious entrepreneur right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Could you lose your career because of your faith? Could your pastor be sued because of his sermons? Can students and teachers be punished because of what they believe about God or what they say? Can the government or even your employer force you to violate your beliefs? Get the answers, and if necessary, legal protection from First Liberty Institute. This is Kelly Shackelford, president of First Liberty. We're the nation's largest legal organization dedicated exclusively to restoring religious freedom in America. In fact, First Liberty's nationwide network of top attorneys win over 90% of their cases. We've won at the Supreme Court all the way down to the local schools. If you want hope for religious freedom, go to firstliberty.org and get your free In God We Trust window clean. That's firstliberty.org.
As we get back into the show, let's give a shout out to our great sponsors, all3reports.com. That's all, the number three reports with an S.com. You know, many people check their credit every three to five years when they're financing a home or maybe when they're purchasing a new vehicle. But if there is an issue, it could be too late to do anything about it. So go to all3reports.com to find out more. Speaking of a new vehicle, a wise person once said, lease what depreciates, buy what appreciates. So go to Autoflex Leasing. They offer a better way to lease your next car. America's largest independent leasing company is Autoflex Leasing. Doug? All right, we're back with Jay Salmon on the Ambitious Radio Network, and we're going to talk a little about a little bit about his professional adventures. He's done so much. Uh, right now, he's uh, just recently written a book that's been translated into six different languages. Uh, Disrupt You. Can you tell us a little bit about what came up with that? Yeah, so I've been very blessed and very lucky. And when you look at these big famous names and the people that I've gotten to to work with and partner, you know, Richard Branson and, and Gates and Jobs and all these people, you think of them as these icons and you don't realize they're just regular people just like everybody. Uh, you don't have to go to the right schools. You don't have to have access to, to, to bankers or their connections. We're all interconnected. And what we're not teaching in school is how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And it starts with first disrupting yourself. It's akin to uh, plastic surgery, but you hold the scalpel. It's how can you change those beliefs? So, so all the well-wishers in your life told you what you couldn't do because they didn't want you to get hurt. You're not a good speaker. You're an introvert. You're this or that. And you start to internalize and believe these. And when you realize that you're malleable and you can change yourself, changing the world becomes easy. So the book is really about how to go and disrupt any industry and what that process is and some of the greatest minds and research and, and how it's done. And it's basically a roadmap for getting the most out of your life because I believe the purpose of life is to live a life of purpose. So if you have these great ideas and you don't share them with the world, you're really being selfish and, and stealing. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It's it's selfish to keep all that to yourself and and you know, there's so many people out there that they want to be an entrepreneur. They think they want to start a business or do those kinds of things, but they uh, they have some fears. And and you know, let's talk about that for just a moment. You know, you've done uh, significant things. Have you always been seemingly fearless and and just jumping out there, or did at some point you just kind of shook it off and there was a tipping point and said, "Hey, the heck with all this. I'm going forward." So. Uh, I didn't set out to be this entrepreneur. I, I bought into society's implicit social contract, get good grades, go to good university and live happily ever after. And I came out of college at a recession. There were no jobs, much like, you know, 2.3 billionaires. I mean, 2.3 billion millennials are facing today. And so I had two young sons and there's no greater motivation than looking down at your, your children and wanting them to have a better life than you had. So I literally said, what do I have to lose? And my, my first company, I wanted to do special effects like they had in, in Star Wars. I thought that would be the next thing, Hollywood special effects. One minor problem, I didn't know anybody in Hollywood, I didn't have any computer skills, and I knew nothing about graphics. So for $1, I printed business cards for my non-existent computer graphics company, went around and hustled, got tons of work, and then hired people that knew how to do what I had just committed to. And that's basically the process of every business. You know, during that process, were there were there any landmines that you stepped on? I mean, obviously, you're quick on your feet and articulate. And so, uh, you know, it's one thing to fake it till you make it, as they say. But were there ever any situations that just kind of come to mind that's like, you know, you, you kind of jumped out there and, and you overextended your maybe maybe your talk uh, overextended uh, what you could back up? 
So Reid Hoffman has a great expression, a, a true entrepreneur is somebody that jumps off a cliff and assembles the airplane on the way down. Um, yeah, you're, you're, there's constantly the, the tension between we're going to run out of cash, you know, you're maxed out your credit cards, whatever it might be, until you learn other techniques. But the difference nowadays is you can put together a stellar team and find the right people anywhere in the world. You can, we're so interconnected, you don't have to build all the infrastructure. You can now, with your phone, instantly launch a business. And so you're seeing self-made billionaires in their 20s happen every month. They have the same 24 hours in a day that you and I do. What are they doing differently? How are they viewing the world differently? And why aren't we teaching this in schools? Entrepreneurs are the only job creators. Washington isn't going to solve this problem. And it is really easy to do it. So why not teach people the step-by-step -step and show them and what that process is. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up, that they're not teaching that in school. One of our uh, uh, former guests, uh, I'm sorry, Lachlan Johnson, was on uh, the show a few episodes back, and she was one of the first children to be on Shark Tank. And uh, Damon John invested in, in her company and, and has uh, continued to, to work with her over the past six or seven years. But her, her newest business is gamifying uh, the entrepreneurial experience. So teaching kids how to be entrepreneurs and uh, real excited about seeing what's going to come out of that because I think you're right. It's, you know, we've got this. Uh, make good grades, go to college, and all those kinds of things. And and you know, me personally, I've never been to college a day in my life. And by God's grace and hard work and some things going the right way, I've had a, a pretty successful uh, career. But there's so many people nowadays that take that traditional route, and they're just up to their eyeballs and in, in debt from student debt, and they don't even really don't even know anything. They don't even have any knowledge they can go apply and, and do anything with. So, um, have you ever considered doing anything in that space? Um, yeah, so I, I've worked uh, tremendously with education. I was appointed by the White House to get the Internet into uh, Americans' classrooms, and in 18 months we wired every classroom in the United States without $1 of taxpayer money. Um, so I believe that access to knowledge is the great equalizer. Um, but let's go back to your audience for a second that, that's thinking about making a change and becoming an ambitious person. Here's, here's what they really have to sink in. Everybody says, oh, I have a good job, I'm at a good company, you know, uh, security robs ambition. Ooh. It's actually the illusion of security. Of the original Fortune 500 companies, only 57 are still in existence. So whether by choice or circumstance your career is going to get disrupted, you're going to find yourself one day out there and not have the tools or the ability to control your own destiny. So you either choose to live your life helping someone else fulfill their dreams or building your own. And until you face that existential question of why are you here and what do you want to do for you and your family and community, you really won't maximize your time on this planet. Guys, security robs ambition. And that is very, very powerful words. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you shared that. I, I got almost like a little chill bump on that because I'm thinking back through my entrepreneurial experience. And, and one of the biggest reasons, you know, that prevented me from, from jumping into it full time was I was making a lot of money. I was doing well. I had all the benefits and all that. And it was tough to walk away from and, and finally do it. Now, I'm glad I did. And, and now over a decade later, uh, never, you know, not having a boss and, and doing multiple things. It makes a, a huge, a huge difference, but there are ups and downs and, and all around. So let, let's talk real quick, just kind of about 
um, you know, maybe going back to your to your past, and if you could give yourself one piece of advice, um, what would it have been, and, and at what point in your life would that have been? What were you doing then? Um, I, I wish I had figured this all out so much quicker, but you you learn through experience, and and, and the best piece of advice that I can give it, uh, young people, there's there's two. One is be the best at what you do or the only one doing it. Because by definition, if you're the only one doing it, if you're unique, you were therefore the best of the world at it. So what that really means is don't try to follow this path of somebody else. Don't try to you know, follow something that already exists. No one led a nation, a company, invented anything by following the path of another. Really try to go out and the world is changing so quickly. Find a piece of, of, of virgin turf and, and, and be your own person and, and really not try to please other voices and this or that. Um, I was that good student. I got a full ride scholarship to top law school. The summer before law school, I, I realized I had no desire to be a lawyer. I was doing it to please my parents. And they weren't happy. <laughs> they, they were really not happy when I didn't go. And uh, it was the best decision I ever made, but it was a decision that I was willing to take the risk because I knew who I was. So really listen to that voice in your head, believe in yourself, and that is the only voice that will be with you the rest of your life. And if you go to visit a senior citizen's home or talk to old relatives, you will find invariably the people's biggest regrets in life are not the things that they failed at, but the risks they didn't take. Are there any books in addition to your book, Disrupt You, that, that you would recommend that an uh, ambitious individual or a new entrepreneur would, uh, would read? Um, one that changed my life that's uh, still in print from 20, 30 years ago called The Peter Principle that shows you how upside down the world is, that, that everybody rises to their level of incompetence. Not That'll give you a, uh, an insight on how to uh, negotiate and deal with people. But before we wrap up the segment, for anybody listening that wants to get started, it's a 40-page workbook for free. Just reach out to me at jsamet.com or on Twitter at jsamet. And you can start today because everybody asks me, is now a good time to start a new business? And I say, no, the best time was a year ago. The second best time is now. That is great stuff. So on our show notes page, guys, as we always uh, put together, you can just uh, type in uh, Jay Salmon and then you can pull up uh, his page. And on there, we will have uh, a link to all of his social media as well as a link to his website. And uh, like you said, there's no time like the present. The only better time would have been in the past, which we can't go back there just yet. <laughs> Not likely to ever be able to do that. So, uh, you know, go log on, go to his page, and it's a free 40-page workbook to get you started uh, on, on your ambitious uh, tour if you haven't started already doing that. So tune in right after the break. We'll hear more from Jay Samet. And again, if you like what you hear, let three people know right now. Take a pause. Let others know because this is great content that, that we're going through and, and we really appreci always appreciate the folks that come on to our show that pour into us. We want you to have some opportunities to walk away with things that you can apply. If you'd like to be notified of new shows that are coming up, you can subscribe by texting the word ambitious to 69922. That's 69922. Standard messaging rates will apply. See the website for full details. And we'll be right back on the Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, Ambitious listeners, you hear us interviewing entrepreneurs all the time, and there's a common theme. They want to be more productive and improve their communication. 
As an ambitious entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. The Ambitious Radio Network recently partnered with Grasshopper to offer our listeners a special discount. Log on to ambitiousradio.com and click on the Grasshopper banner in the bottom right-hand corner. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Sound professional with a main greeting and multiple extensions that forwards callers to your mobile phone or others in your organization. Get a toll-free number or local number for your business with multiple extensions. Set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world. Get your voicemails emailed to you as an audio attachment or transcribed an email. Keep business calls separate from your personal calls. Plans start at $12 a month with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember to click on the Grasshopper banner at ambitiousradio.com for a special discount for our listeners. Join the over 150,000 small business owners that have stayed connected with Grasshopper. See how Grasshopper works. It's the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn the world into your office. Back in here on the show, it's Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, are you thinking of expanding your business but don't want to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a new phone system? Consider grasshopper.com. You get to keep your existing number, you have multiple extensions, voicemails transcribed, and no new hardware. Grasshopper.com is the entrepreneur's phone system. Let's get back to the show with Doug Parker. All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network talking to Jay Salmon today, author of Disrupt You, and this guy is doing everything. He's done all kinds of things in the past, so we're going to talk a little bit about how he determines what to work on next, how does he stay focused on what he's currently working on, and and what that transition looks like. So uh, let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about kind of what you think is next on your agenda. Do you have any projects that are already planned out or that you're already working on? Oh, I'm like a kid in the candy store. There is so much innovation happening right now, and the world is changing so quickly. Uh, Here's here's what's driving me, if I can just get on a soapbox for two seconds. When we look at the instability around the world, when we look at what's happening with ISIS in the Middle East or in, in, in the inner cities in this country or the Greek economy, it's not race, religion, or culture that's causing these problems. What it is is lack of jobs, for millennials. And we have more people in this one generation than were on the entire planet when my parents were born. So I'm on a mission around the world. I was in 12 countries uh, this past year, uh, 20 odd states, really trying to teach entrepreneurship to to youth, to people transitioning mid-career, to governments to show them how to change their tax policies and, and encourage investment in starting new businesses. And the businesses are really come down to one simple thing. An entrepreneur is not somebody that seeks to make money. An entrepreneur is somebody who is seeking to solve problems. The world has tons of problems. So go out and solve one. You solve for a million people, you become a millionaire. It's that simple. So I'm working on things uh, with blockchain and, 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 and Bitcoin. I'm 3D printing. Um, I'm obsessed with uh, autonomous vehicles. I mean, when you realize that the number one job in the U.S. is truck driver, and in five years there will be very few truck drivers, office automation will take away half of all white-collar jobs. 3D printing will change manufacturing from mass manufacturing to custom. So there's so much opportunity. And, And let me, can I just give you an example of people thinking different and doing something great? Heaven forbid that you had a child born missing a limb or fingers or whatever. They wouldn't get a prosthetic until they were in their teens because of the cost and they grow too fast. Imagine the impact on that kid not being able to play ball and play with the other kids and feeling less than withdrawn. Their horizon for life is changed. With 3D printing, 
You can make a custom prosthetic every six months, very, very cheap. But this entrepreneur uh, here in LA, he went to Disney and said, not only am I doing this, but can I license Frozen, Iron Man, Star Wars? Can I make really cool prosthetics so the kid can go from being less than to being more than? How does that change a child's life? These are the types of businesses that you can now launch and have a global marketplace with no capital. It's that easy. You know, those those are things uh, when you were going through that, I, I was I was kind of just, you know, mentally picturing uh, a kid, you know, without without a a limb or as you mentioned fingers or whatever the case is and and that you know that's not something that I have necessarily thought about in the past it's it's amazing how many different scenarios there are out there and I was just thinking about them you know sliding on a you know a prosthetic of some sort but then whenever you talked about the iron man and the frozen and them having actually something that's cool um, I thought, man, you know that is unbelievable. That's that's a great thing about uh, entrepreneurism and and the opportunities here in America and, and of course worldwide. But there are so many cool things that you can just if you can dream it, you can do it. And it's just going out there and and taking action and and being innovative and persistent, as, as you mentioned a little bit earlier uh, in the episode. But but let's talk about the other side of this. So so many entrepreneurs. It's like they got ADD, you know. It's like it's like squirrel, and they're off to something else. So it's it's one thing to come up with these ideas and constantly be that kid in in, in the candy store, but at some point you also have to dial it back and focus. So what makes you great can also be a, a big distraction. So with all the things you've had going on, is that something you've naturally been able to just kind of curb and say, okay, now I got to focus on this, or do you have ways to kind of cope with that and 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 draw yourself back in to focus for a season? So I was I was luckily born with a as a person that doesn't need a lot of sleep. The reverse of that really means that there are, you know, 21 hours a day or 20 hours a day that I have to keep my brain occupied. So I love just getting lost on the net and exploring and learning and and my social media feed uh, of people that I know just such ideas and, and, and thoughts going out there. But to really focus and recharge you know you can look at the data you can see when you're wrong you can see what works what doesn't work I mean you don't fall in love with your ideas as I said invite data to every meeting it doesn't have an ego it won't steer you wrong but sometimes you just gotta unplug and so you know for me personally you know a couple times a week I'll do a 10 mile walk down the beach and just you know look and see and, and, and clear your mind and sometimes your best ideas come to you and you don't know how or why and you just have to be ready to accept them but at, at this stage you know I've been blessed to have access to a lot of people and a lot of companies so I'm trying to spend most of my time connecting the dots for entrepreneurs that are part way there but can't figure out how to get to the next step you know, if only I could work with such and such company. Um, and to me, that's really thrilling because no one has a monopoly on ideas. And what I didn't realize and what we don't teach in school, in school, you know, that teacher says 10% of the kids will get the A. That instantly teaches every child that they're in competition with everybody else. As opposed to Everybody that gets 100% should get an A. Let's learn to help everybody else because you can't make it alone. You have to build a team. You have to find a mentor. You really have to figure out 
what you're good at and what you're not. And there's nothing wrong with not being good at everything. You can find the best to fill out your Find the best to fill out your team. You can't be the best at everything. That's great, great advice, guys. Now, let's just talk, um, you know, for the next few minutes, let's talk about mentoring because you you mentioned that you've been obviously exposed to, I mean, names that you're throwing out or people that, you know, like I, I like to follow them on, uh, you know, on Facebook or on Twitter, but these are people that you actually have a, a relationship with. So I, I think a couple of them were Bill Gates and, and Steven Spielberg and Reed Hoffman, several other ones. Um, let, let's talk about that mentoring and what that really looks like in, in in real uh, in real life um, so it vast want to share the knowledge that they have with the next generation and and conversely you know uh, being uh, you know a mentor really gives you the idea to, to synthesize what you've learned and, and, and to figure it out that's why I teach how to build a high-tech startup at, at, at uh, USC the largest engineering uh, university in the country and I've taught two students I had two students that had the best pitch ever in a class and within their first year in business they did 150 million dollars now that's the exception to the rule okay but what an amazing exception okay so they didn't have a background they hadn't started a business they didn't know how to raise money from venture capital mentors can teach you all those things what a mentor doesn't have is your life experience that led you to that idea, that insight of how the world has changed. So many young people are searching for an app or something and they can't find it because no one else thought of that idea yet. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the opportunity. And every day our world is changing and becoming uh, better and, and wider. I, I hear the, the best part of writing a book like Disrupt You is you hear from readers in the 21st century. You hear from everybody. And I heard from a, a young guy in Pakistan who read one of the chapters and changed his life, whether I deserve the credit or not. And he's now the highest paid guy in his field. And I was just humbled and awed. And all that he did was do the same thing that somebody had done in the US that nobody had done in Pakistan yet. And he wasn't an engineer, he wasn't in high tech. He was just looking for ways to take care of his family. You know, when you find an issue out there, there's something, uh, an itch that needs uh, scratching, if you will. There's that opportunity to make it happen. And, and like you said, he found something that just wasn't being done in, in his country, but it was being done in America and, and duplicated. I've seen some stories like that, and it's really amazing when you can make those things happen. And, and it's great to hear success stories. And, uh, and I've heard from teachers that use it in schools. I've heard from pastors that use it with their congregations. I mean, Disrupt You isn't the first third is about changing yourself. The second third is about all the aspects of business. But the last third is if you're not money motivated, how you can take these same techniques to change the world, change the educational system, change the healthcare system, change whatever it is that you think needs improving because the process is identical. And the only people that have ever changed the world were those that decided to. So if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Yep, you're absolutely right. That is great stuff. Great information. Ambitious Times speaking today with Jay Salmon. And after a brief word from our sponsors, we'll be discussing more with Jay what he does to recharge his ambitious body, mind, and spirit right here on the Ambitious Radio Network.
It's that time again. Summertime. Kids are out of school, running around, having fun in the sun, leaving the doors open, trying to air condition the entire neighborhood. I just got my first electric bill of the summer and it is double what it was a few months ago. I can't wait for these kids to go back to school. Tired of paying outrageous electricity bills? Would you like to get a significant discount or get free electricity? Go to freeelectricitydfw.com to compare our rates. Many of our clients are saving anywhere from 15 to 20%. We also have a referral program that allows you to earn free electricity. You cannot beat free cents per kilowatt. Switch and save with freeelectricitydfw.com. That's freeelectricitydfw.com. We offer free energy credits to customers who refer and activate 15 or more qualified customers for our electricity service and are not past due on their bill. To get your free energy credit, your customers must be referred through your free customer gathering website. See freeelectricitydfw.com for more details. And we're back in here on the show. It's Ambitious Radio Network, recharging the ambitious mind, body, and spirit, made possible by RepairMyCreditNow.com. You know, having bad credit can be really draining. It's okay to not be okay as long as you're on the road to being okay. Let RepairMyCreditNow.com help get you back on track. You know, many of our ambitious listeners prefer to listen to books as opposed to reading them. Now, with that, we've teamed up with Audible.com to offer you one free audiobook. Just go to AmbitiousRadio.com, click on the Audible banner on the page to find out more. Back to the show now with Doug Parker. All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and what an ambitious time we have had today. I have really gained a ton of knowledge. I'm just scribbling notes down like crazy. We got Jay Salmon on, uh, on the, uh, the show today, and this gentleman is just dropping tons of nuggets of information. But right now, we're going to talk a little bit about what he does to recharge his ambitious body, mind, and spirit. You heard him talk a little bit about uh, he doesn't need a lot of sleep. Now, you mentioned you know that leaves you 20 to 21 hours or so to, uh, to, to have your mind be filled with things. So that means you're sleeping you know, three, four, five hours a night, huh? Yeah, that's about it. But to reach the easiest thing is if you're the smartest person in the room, you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, okay? Life is about a lifelong commitment to learning. Go to a conference, go to go to a meeting, watch TED Talks online, um, watch my TED Talk. Um, but really get out there and, and see different perspectives. When you look through history, why do we have these major cities of, of Cairo and Damascus and everything? They were on the Silk Road because when the traders came, everybody would come and not just silk and spices, but ideas and cultures. And it's that clashing of different ideas that new things come from. So that's how you, you're obviously there's no greater motivation than family. I mean, I'm so proud of my sons and what they've turned into. And, you know, what if I've done anything in the world it was making good people. Um, and so that recharges you. And then the purity of nature and travel, you know. No one ever regretted going somewhere. Travel isn't about just seeing new sites. It's about seeing the world differently and seeing your place in the world differently. So it's so easy to get re-inspired. And in, in Disrupt You, I got to interview and talk to teens that came up with new techniques for curing and fighting cancer that are now being used around the world. In their teenage years, it makes me feel like I've wasted half a century when you look at what people are able to do. So there's a competitiveness also uh, to this. And life is short. Make a difference while you can. 
So you talked about traveling and, you know, just seeing the different cultures and, and the different ways that, that you can interact with those folks or, or how you're maybe um, lacking in some of those things. But is there a favorite place that you like to go in the world? Uh, my favorite place in the world is someplace I haven't been. Uh, so so I, I've been blessed to have worked in, in you know, 50 countries and, 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 and I continue to travel. And each time you learn things and, and I, I never had the skill for mastering languages. And now when we're looking at that, that Google Translate, you can just sit there and hold a phone and each of you have an ear set on and you can talk to each other and hear each other and, and, and it instantly translates like, like you're on Star Trek. It is making the world so small and so close and so easy to communicate. And what you realize is everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants a better world, a better place for their family. And I was just at a hackathon that 50,000 people went to Tenerife for a tech conference. That's 50,000 people coming to an island of 400,000. It was insane. Uh, but I'm inspired by what I'm seeing coming out of the minds of the next generation. And it's the greatest time to be alive. You know, that's that's great information. Now, you, you mentioned millennials and jobs and for the millennials is, is a big issue. And, you know, when we're talking about these millennials, they have a different, when it comes to rest and, and those types of things, they seem to have a little different um, idea. You know, it's not, I don't see as many of them that are as hard charging and uh, the grinded out working 80, 90 hours a week. They want that quality of life. And so um, have you seen that be the same or, or are, you, are you seeing something maybe a little different? No, well, they're seeing a different reality than we grew up with. We grew up with that that mantra that there would be a, 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 a large corporation to take care of everyone. And they're saying that they don't buy into that. They're saddled with student debt. So all these students have a mortgage but no house. Um, and so many of the dreams of home ownership, it's the lowest home ownership in the U.S. since pre-World War II. And so they're saying, let's live for today. Let's have a better life-work balance because they don't believe that you can save up and achieve certain things. And, and we're going into a world of having more sustainability, more of a circular economy, more of building the sharing economy. Um, so you're going to see new types of businesses that grow up around social and local and mobile. And uh, you're still going to see just as ambitious, you know, uh, Dan Price started his company and he's a, a billionaire millennial and, and Rent the Runway was started by two gals that couldn't afford to go to, you know, all the weddings that they had in their social circle so they could rent dresses, I mean, and became billionaires. The difference chasing the dollar, they're chasing the, the dream and we're so interconnected that the dollars follow. And that's a uh, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah, chasing uh, not not chasing a the dollar, they're chasing the dream. That's uh, that's exciting, and exciting stuff. And, and there's different ways you know to do stuff. I mean, there's uh, you know talent. There's there's new ideas. There's hard work. I mean, any combination of those things can definitely uh, make it happen. And, and it was kind of transition, kind of kind of a little bit back to you. I just wanted to ask you about the millennials. Um, and this is maybe something you know I can tell your intensity, but you're and you're just your creativity, all the things you've got going on. But what would you say that, that uh, someone would find surprising about you? Maybe your family, uh, people that, that see you on a day-to-day -day basis would know this, but, but normal uh, interaction folks with you wouldn't know that they'd find surprising. 
Um, I, I, since I've been four years old, have been obsessed with magic. I'm a performing member of the Magic Castle in Hollywood. I paid my way through college as a magician. Um, I love to watch new acts this season on America's Got Talent. There's some amazing magicians taking it to the next level. And what I love about it actually impacted my whole career because it's about making the impossible possible and opening people's minds that anything can happen. That's pretty cool. So you say you actually were able to fund yourself through college by doing magic? Yeah. That is very interesting. You know, I always uh, like hearing the, the things that are not necessarily out there on the Internet and when you're doing research on folks. And you did mention, you know, your TED Talk, and I watched that. And it's really just a, a, a different perspective than what many people have seen and just the, the disruption. They see it from a distance with the, the Ubers of the world or the Airbnbs and those kinds of things, but they are they don't maybe aren't paying attention for whatever reason. So I really enjoyed the, the content that we got there. Now, um, I, I see that you are social. So if someone wanted to interact with you, how would be the best way for them to do that uh, online? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter at jsamit, J-A-Y-S-A-M-I-T. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on virtually any any social platform out there. And it's me. It's not a staff of people uh, doing that stuff. And just like a shower, people need daily motivation. So my Twitter feed's really about empowerment and ideas and, and a little bit of humor uh, to help you get through that next day because success isn't guaranteed. It's not an easy road. It's, it's a roller coaster. And maybe you won't feel like you're going on the roller coaster alone. You know, that's, that's great. You talked about, uh, you know, kind of the motivation. You know, Zig Ziglar used to have a quote that, uh, or it was just maybe a comment, but he said that uh, some people will talk about motivation and say that it doesn't last. And he said, well, neither does bailing. That's why we recommend it daily. So tune in to, uh, to Jay's uh, feeds on Facebook and Twitter and those kind of things. Again, we'll put the links on uh, the show notes page. Jay Salmon, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was great information. Uh, thank you for having me, Doug, and, and to the listeners. I guarantee if you just live a few of your years of your life the way most people aren't willing to, you'll get to live the rest of your life the way most people can't afford to. Man, that is unbelievable. So tune in Wednesdays to Ambitious Radio where we interview thought leaders and exciting entrepreneurs changing the faces of their organizations. Remember, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you cannot make both. So go out there and be ambitious. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Radio Network, hosted by serial entrepreneur Doug Parker. Join us weekly as we have engaging conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders on topics that can be applied immediately after listening. Like what you've heard? Listen to other interviews at ambitiousradio.com or subscribe on iTunes.